This episode is brought to you by Spotify. On Spotify, you can tune into all of your favorite podcasts, playlists, and party tunes literally for free. Like, I don't even have a premium account right now. (laughs) You can tune into my podcast and so many of my guests' podcasts on Spotify, and you'll never miss an episode because you can just click follow and they will let you know when there's a new episode. And if you have premium, you can download the episodes and listen literally whenever, wherever, like on the airplane when you're super bored and flying to Paris. So if you don't already have it, download the Spotify app. You can search for the Mindset Magic Manifestation Podcast. Be sure to follow me so you can get notified every week for the new episode. Welcome to the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation podcast. I'm your host, Michaela from MichaelaJ.com. I'm a manifestation mindset coach and blogger. If you're ready to dive in deep, get real AF about your beliefs, and manifest the life of your dreams, then you're in the right place. I'm dishing out everything you need to go from broke to bougie, first class to world class. If your hashtag life goals involve luxury, travel, and being the boss of your own life, then get ready to embrace your mindset, magic, and manifestation powers. Let's do this. Oh my God. Hello. How are you guys? It's your girl, Michaela, teaching you how to manifest your next level X life. Welcome back to the podcast. I've been gone for a long fucking time. Oh my goodness, you guys, I just did like a mini world tour practically. Okay, not actually. I'm being really dramatic, but I was in Cancun. I was hosting a client event. I flew out my PR and brand manager with me. It was so much fun. We got a lot of business done, a lot of play done, and a lot of drinking done. I saw DJ Polly D. I saw Vinny. We saw people from the challenge. Like it was. I saw Swaley from Ray Shremmerd. Like it was a quick famous moment. Um, and I'm going to be recording a solo episode about all of the lessons that I've been learning, um, on my travel, on my mini world tour and that you guys will have next week. But I have a great, great interview today with my friend Erica. And we're talking a lot about spirit guides, angel guides, how we can use them to help us manifest. We're going to get a little, we're going to get pretty spiritual today. And I think you guys are going to like it. Um, but yeah, I've been on this world tour. It's been crazy. So I was in Palm Springs or no, then I was in Palm Springs. Wait, rewind. Okay. Cancun. (laughs) And then I came home for like 36 hours and then immediately flew to Palm Springs. I went for a mastermind event, but I went a couple of days early because I needed a little detox. I stayed at this cute little golf resort. It was really nice. The bartenders were amazing. Um, finessed free drinks out of a ton of random men, you know, a good situation. We all love that. Um, even finessed a free dinner. (laughs) It was such a good time. And so I did that. And then I met up with the girls in my mastermind. We stayed at this super cute villa that my coach Amberly Lyons, the shocker girl, um, booked for all of us. And then we got down and dirty and did the work. So it's been a crazy, like two weeks. I got home like two days ago for the first time since the 15th of the month, which was so weird. And now I'm back in full swing back at work 
literally going to school later today and getting back on the podcast game. Okay. So while I was traveling, I wasn't podcasting because I forgot my headphones at home. And then I sat down to record this intro and realized they were in one of my fucking like travel pouches. I'm so upset. Like I was like, oh my God, I want to put up podcast episodes, but like, I don't have my microphone and I didn't want to be like screaming into my computer for these intros. Um, and then I realized that I did pack my headphones and didn't realize it. So for that, I do apologize. And I've missed you guys so much. I've missed podcasting. I love just sitting down and talking to you about my thoughts about what's going on in my head. And I literally have so much to update you guys on. That's why I'm going to do a solo episode about everything I've been learning and processing. And that will be out on Tuesday, but you guys need to hear it from my friend Erica first. So let's get to the important things though. This week's spiritual splurge is kind of the shit and I'm really excited about it. So my spiritual splurge for you guys is a new deck. And this is a deck that my masseuse has because every time I go to get my massage, we pull a card or two, sometimes three if we're feeling crazy. And then she sets them up while we're, while she's giving me the massage and she has this new deck and it's called the bad bitch affirmation cards. I can't think of anything more on brand than that. Like honestly, and the box is pink. It's super cute. She said it's from Australia. So it took a couple of weeks to come in the mail, but it is so cute. And the cards I pulled, I pulled one that was, I'm committed to making my dreams fucking happen. And then the other one, oh, what was it? It was like the universe can't give you what you want if you don't know what you want or something. So they were really cute, super on brand. I'm going to link them up below so you guys can grab them. I'm going to be ordering them for myself soon. Love that. And today's episode is sponsored by something really, really exciting. If you didn't know, I am currently launching my signature program, the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation Method. This is like my heart and soul, my baby program. It's the A to Z blueprint that you guys need for mindset and for manifestation to literally turn your life from a shit show to the front row like I have. It is the best way to get your mindset in check and to uh, define your magic so you can manifest easily because I've been talking about this a lot lately. I'm at the point where I can manifest anything within the hour and it's almost scary, but I'm teaching you guys all the tools that I have used and all the techniques I've used, all the mindset work I've done to get to this point in this program. So afterwards, girls can always manifest quickly. They're manifesting travel, businesses, handbags, boyfriends, literally what the fuck ever that you want is it's, it'll come to you so easily after this program. And I'm taking the girls in this round to LA. If you haven't seen on Instagram, I've been posting this super fucking cute house we're staying at. It's either in West Hollywood or Beverly Hills. I think it's West Hollywood and it's so cute. I'm literally so excited. Just go to my Instagram stories. I'm sure I'll be posting about it, but enrollment is closing so fucking soon. So if you have been like sitting on it, looking at it, go sign up now because it's closing. The enrollment's closing on the 31st and we are starting April 1st. And I'm so freaking excited. The link will be below go sign up, come hang out with me, come hang with me in LA. If you watched my Cancun trip, that was the trip with the girls from the last round that did platinum. And so it's going to be like that, but in LA and the house that we're staying in is already halfway full. We're halfway sold out. So you need to get your booty in. All right. With that being said, let's kick off this episode. Let's listen to Erica, all of her amazing knowledge, all the spirituality things, and I will talk to you soon. 
Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. We have a really exciting guest here today. It's an interview that has been a long time coming um, from lots of rescheduling, but we have Erica Russo here and she's a psychic medium and a spirit junkie helping you to live your life in alignment and expand your consciousness. And she encourages her audience to follow their own intuition and connect their own spirit to be their own guru, which is just the best thing you can do is look inwards. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Michaela. And I am so happy we're finally doing this. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I'm so excited to have you on. So we're just going to kick it off with some speed dating questions if you're ready. I am so ready. Perfect. What's your horoscope sign? I am an Aquarius, but I am on the cusp of Pisces. So I am the last day of Aquarius. Ooh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and are you a morning or a night person? I'm definitely a morning person. Mm, okay. Tell us about your morning practice then. So I do not start my day until I do a quick 15 minute meditation. I don't even get out of my bed before I do a meditation, a quick grounding and protection. And then I always get up before my children, before my husband, and I will have my coffee in peace. I will do my gratitude journal and I will pull a card for myself to see kind of what the energy of the day is going to be like for myself. And that really helps me really kind of just stay aligned throughout the day. Totally. I think a morning practice is like the most powerful thing you can do. And I actually have a follow-up question for that. So like when you wake up and you do your meditation before you even get out of bed, how do you not fall back asleep? Because like I always fall back asleep if I don't get out of bed to do it. Well, yeah, that's, <laughs> I know a lot of people have that problem, <laughs> but honestly, I've just always been really like, as soon as I wake up, I'm up. I know that so many people like need to like get five minutes in or something, but I've just always been, it's always been easy for me to just get up and start my day. I, I know like my husband cannot do this for the life of him and he can't, yeah. and he can't meditate before he goes to bed either. And like, for me, it's not a problem. Interesting. Like I literally always fall asleep when I do it. I'll be like, okay, I'm going to get up at six. I'm going to meditate for 15. And then I wake up and it's like seven 30 and I'm like, wait, what happened? <laughs> I'm like, I thought I was meditating. <laughs> well, that's obviously a sign that you're doing it well and you're getting relaxed. You know what I, I mean? Guess so. <laughs> That's how I'm going to take it. That's how I'll take it. Yeah, obviously, that. you're doing it right, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and for your gratitude journaling, do you just write out a list of gratitude? Do you have a specific journal that you use? I have the five-minute journal. And oh, it's a really... It was like something that like just popped up in my feed one day and I just saw it and it's just filled with like beautiful quotes and it's, it is kind of, it's basically a gratitude journal and it's like, but you only choose like the three things that you're grateful for, what you want to manifest that day, you know, what your daily affirmation is. And I really, really, I've been using it for over a year now and I really enjoy it. A lot of people I know will just do like a gratitude journal and like just full blown, like right everything that they're grateful for, for a minute. And mm -hmm. I, I can't really do that. I like to focus on like three things and just kind of yeah. have that in my mindset for the day. 
I like that. I like to do gratitude at night. So it's interesting hearing mm. you say that you do it in the morning. I think that's also a good idea. Maybe that's something I can incorporate into morning and night routines and just be extra grateful. Grateful. Yeah. <laughs> this is a really, this one's a really good journal because it's like you do, um, I think it's like, it takes me like all of three minutes in the morning. And then at night they have a night section and it says oh. like, yeah, like three things that happen that are really good today. It's a really, really nice, nice journal to have because it's like a full day's worth of gratitude. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, we'll definitely mm-hmm. link that in the show notes for anybody who's curious. I will look up a link and order it myself. <laughs> yeah, it's Sounds really amazing. great. Cool. Okay, moving <sighs> on. What is the favorite place that you've ever traveled to? This one was hard. This one was really hard. <laughs> I haven't really, to be completely honest, I really haven't left the United States so much. Um, oh, you know, I went okay. to Jamaica and Aruba and those were beautiful. But honestly, there is some magic in Sedona, Arizona. Oh, I've heard the best things. Yeah, it really just, it is such an intense and powerful and beautiful place. And it's so extremely healing and I can't say enough nice things about Sedona. Mm, okay. And also I love that you said Aruba because I've seen like three people go to Aruba this week alone. And then you just mentioned it. And now I feel like I need to go. <laughs> I feel, yeah. I think like that's like the universe saying that's your next, like your spring break stop or something. <laughs> oh, I don't even know. I'm traveling like twice a month, every month for the rest of the year. And so I'm like, I have no room to fit in extra trips. I'm like, what does this mean? <laughs> wow. Oh yeah. my gosh. Hmm. I'll have to think about that. It's so weird you brought it up. But back to Sedona, what's your favorite thing to do while you're there? Honestly, just be completely present. Mm. There's so much stuff to do there. There's like, there's just so much. There's so much sightseeing and honestly, the best thing to do is just to embrace being in such a spiritual place, right? Yeah. Like it's just, you don't need to do much. You just need to be by yourself and like go within. And that is something that, like I said, there's so much to do in Sedona, but it's always like, you are going to like one of the most spiritual places on earth. Just be by yourself. Just embrace it. Just notice everything. Be mindful of the beautiful scenery and everything that it has to offer. Mm, oh my God, I need to go. That also needs to be yeah. on the list. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Okay, what's the coolest thing you've manifested? Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I would have to say the coolest thing that I manifested was basically moving from Arizona to New York with basically no money. Oh like, my God. What? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, it was like insane. Like we just, I moved to Arizona for like a quick 14 month spurt and we just did not like it. It wasn't Sedona. It was actually Tucson, but that's, you know, okay. here or there. And we were just, me and my husband were just totally miserable. And we just kind of set this intention that we wanted to move back to, you know, New York and the tri-state area. And mm-hmm. we somehow just manifested selling our house, right? Our house within yeah. two days of being on the market. Oh and my God. Yeah. It was insane. It was crazy. And 
moving, like setting this intention and then basically being back home in New York within five weeks. <gasps> Holy shit. Yeah. I know. That's incredible. It was, yeah, it was really. And now like now that we're more open to it and our consciousness are more aware, we were just definitely like, we were just talking about this and we were like, we definitely like manifested the crap out of that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, we're like some of the, I guess, action steps and like spiritual steps you took for that to happen. Honestly, we just we just made up our minds. We just, we did not question it. We did not question, you know, should we stay? Should we go? We were just like, so dead set on going, you know, coming back to the East coast. And there wasn't like anything holding us back. It was like a pure driving force. And I, we couldn't get over, like literally we, I was shocked when we got the call two days after we, it was the second person that looked at our house and they put in an offer above asking. (laughs) That's so incredible. And I love that you said that because one thing I've been trying to talk a lot more about recently is just deciding, like deciding there's no other option than this working, you know, it's so powerful. It really is. It really is. It's our thoughts are powerful, powerful manifestors. And we have to be so cautious of our thoughts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love that. Okay. Yeah. Different term or different, different. I don't know where I was going with that. I don't know. We're going down a different path now. <laughs> <laughs> totally forgot the word I was going. Oh, we're taking a turn. That's where I was trying to get at. Okay. What's your favorite luxury splurge? What do you love to spend your money on? Oh gosh. I have to say, you know, my favorite thing that I bought for myself was my hot pink Kate Spade bag. And this oh, was love that. Ago, but it was, it's such a cute bag and I, I'm like obsessed with it still, but honestly, I'm an eyelash extension girl. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I stopped for a while. I used to get them for a while and then I stopped and then I just realized how much better I feel when I wake up and I have lashes, <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh my goodness. My mom was getting them for a while and she liked them and they started to fall off, but I don't think she went somewhere that was all that great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the biggest problem with the lash extensions is that like when they start to fall off, they can get a little of annoying, but it's still like, you still just have to look in the mirror and be like, I still look good. <laughs> yeah. Like, I woke up looking amazing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So good. Okay, what's your favorite book? Oh my gosh, this is a hard one. So I want to say for spirituality, I would mm-hmm. have to say The Seat of the Soul by Gary mm-hmm. Zukoff. I've never heard of that one. What's it about? Oh, it is. This is one that like Oprah swears by. This is like, this okay. is the one that really opened my eyes to, um, you know, reincarnation and how we're all souls. And it just really, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it was my gate opener, so to speak. And I, I'm like always, when everyone talks about, you know, spiritually awakening or a book, I always say, just start with seed of the soul because it is an amazing, amazing book. And Mm -hmm. as far as like (laughs) as far as my guilty pleasure is concerned, I am a Colleen Hoover. Anything written by Colleen Hoover is like my guilty pleasure. 
is she like a fiction writer or who is that? I've never heard of her. She is a fiction writer and it, she does like contemporary romance, but she is a phenomenal writer and all of her books, she has like a lot of books and every single one of them is a page turner. I love her mm. stuff. Yeah. So good. Okay. Well, then we have, we have a little bit of like the spiritual and we got a little bit of fiction. So yeah, amazing. Okay. And our last speed dating question is what's your go-to coffee or tea order at the moment? Grande green tea latte at Starbucks. Yum. Yum. It's been like my favorite since it like came out. So good. Do you just get regular milk or do you do like a plant-based milk? I do. I've done almond milk with it. I just usually just go with like half and half, honestly, or um, mm-hmm. 2%. It's, it does taste a little different, but it really is like a night. It's like my favorite. It's so light and oh, so good. Mm. Oh, that sounds so good right now. I get like everything with coconut milk and I just feel like it's such oh, a good yeah. combo. You know, the coconut with the green mm. tea. Yeah, that does good. sound good. That yeah. does sound good. Oh my God. Now I want to go to Starbucks (laughs) (laughs) while I'm sick, like in bed. (laughs) So good. Okay. Well, I'm super excited to dive into you and you have so much knowledge in the spiritual side of things that we haven't talked too much about on my podcast. So I have so many questions. Um, but I just want to start off with you talking about your spiritual journey. Um, just tell us a little bit about the background and how did you get to where you are now? Oh my gosh, my spiritual journey. That is, that is one for the books, but <laughs> I'll, I'll give you like the short version. So yeah, basically, <laughs> you know, I was at a point in my life a couple of years ago where I just was unhappy. I was just, you know, I had a good life. I had two healthy kids. I had a great marriage and, you know, we have a home and everything was, you know, good. And just, I just was started questioning everything. And it was just kind of a shift in my, I can't explain it. It was just kind of like a shift in my consciousness. And I didn't know what was going on with me. I felt like, I felt like I was, you know, losing my stuff to be completely Mm. honest. It was really scary. And, you know, I was, you know, dealing with insomnia for like about a week. And I was just questioning everything that was in my life and the way I perceived my life. And it wasn't until I just kind of was like, I need to meditate. I need to like stop these thoughts. And that was when I realized that I was getting, I was getting downloads from just crazy stuff. I was just, I was getting I was feeling things and I was like getting like intuitive, intuitive hits to things that were going to happen and they would happen. And it started kind of like freaking me out a little bit, you know what I mean? Like just things that like, you know, just like ideas that would come into my head. And then all of a sudden, like two days later, it would manifest into reality. And I was like, all right. And that happened way too much to the point where, you know what I mean? It was like constant. It was like constant things where I was like, I have to like dive into this a little bit more. So I actually got my star chart, um, Mm. you know, made up 
And it was something with like my eighth house or whatever that says like you can be a psychic medium. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's really incredible that like how our stars can, you know, our birth date and the time of day can like really tell us so much about ourselves. Yeah. It's It's wild. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It's crazy. So, you know, I kind of started doing my research on it and seeing like, what is this? What is happening to me? And then I just kind of came to terms with like, you know, with the meditation, I'm really expanding my consciousness because that's really what psychic, psychic awareness is, is just an expanded version of consciousness. And I just started developing and it has been a really eye-opening experience. Yeah. And when you said at the beginning, you're like, you're going through this rough time and you just decided like, oh, I need to meditate. How did you know to do that? Had you read books? Were you raised by parents who like taught you to meditate? Where did that come from? I don't, that's just a thing. Like my family is so not into this. Like I am like, they're so not into this. I came (laughs) from a very extremely conservative household and you know, where this is not spoken about, it is not known about. And it was just kind of like one day, I just, I don't know. I think it was like one of my guides that just said, close your eyes, focus on your breath. And that's what I did. And then after that, I was like, I think this is helping me. I think that I'm really tuning into something. It was really like, and that's the crazy thing about intuition is that it comes at the most random times. Totally. Yeah. I had like a huge download today sitting in the parking lot at the grocery store. So (laughs) like, it's just, you don't, it's these intuitive hits are not something like that are planned or it just happens and you just have to embrace it and trust it. Yeah. Wow. Oh my goodness. So many things to unpack there. Um, For people listening, if they feel like they're maybe going through a weird time and maybe they're wondering, well, like, am I going through a spiritual awakening then? What would you say are like some of the signs of that awakening? Oh gosh. I mean, the biggest sign is really kind of starting to question everything in your reality, starting to question your happiness, starting to question um, you know, what you're really here for. A lot of signs indicate, you know, insomnia or just like a lot of energy that you cannot sleep and you just have so much energy even without caffeine. Um, there's a ton of signs. And honestly, like I just see more and more people like waking up and really going into themselves and really getting in touch with their own souls. And it's beautiful to see, but I know how scary it is when you first, you know, wake up because you are basically detoxifying all the negative thinking patterns that we have. You're, you know, you're, you're getting rid of all that negative energy so you can bring in the positive energy. And it's, you know, it's really scary. It really is, but you just have to have faith and you have to know that it's not happening to you, but it's happening for you. Right. It's so interesting to me to talk to people and bring people on the podcast and talk about like awakenings and where they came from, because it's almost like we always have these meltdown life crisis moments before Mm -hmm. we have those breakthroughs. Cause I know for me before 
my spiritual awakening, I was like working 50 hours a week and I hated my life and I was just miserable. And then I went on a study abroad trip and I just decided like, okay, we need to do things differently. Like I know life doesn't have to be this way forever, you know, and starting to ask myself like, is this how it's always going to be? No, of course not. And so it's just so interesting to kind of see that like breakdown to breakthrough moment for everybody. Oh, totally. Totally. I mean, like I said, it was, it was for me, it's, it was just, I don't know. It was like a combination of like everything just coming in at once. And I really was, I was not in a good mindset when this was happening. And like, just like with you as well, like you have to almost hit rock bottom because then all you can do is go up, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So good. And in that time period, is that how you started to realize that you were a medium? How did that come about? Oh gosh, that came about. Well, I first want to give like a prequel. Well, when I was in my teens and my early twenties, I would, I had four, I I call them visitation dreams where I, yeah, it was really scary where someone would come who, you know, passed on and my dream was so real that I woke up two of those times in a cold sweat and I had to, I was so freaked out that I had to Google the person's obituary because it felt that real. Yeah. And it really, I was, I remember waking up the next morning and my husband looking at me and he was like, looks like you saw a ghost. And I was like, I think I did. (laughs) You're like, you have no idea. (laughs) Yeah. You have no idea. And you know, it's, then I started meditating and it was just, when you, when you get into that quiet, I'm telling you, man, when you open up to spirit, spirit comes. And Mm. I was getting like things when I would get deep into meditation, I would start getting like people or like people in my clairvoyant vision come through. And I was like, that's a little weird. Mm. And it wasn't until I actually just, you know, took a mediumship workshop. Um, I just started like getting, you know, evidential hits of like, you know, the people in the class, um, of their past loved ones. And that's kind of when I knew I was like, all right, this is something new. (laughs) And I, you know, I developed it and, and that's really where I'm at. Does it ever scare you? Because I know for me, like my whole life, I have, we have always, my family has been super like paranormal. Like we're very open to that. And we've always had weird paranormal experiences, but as a child, and even now I kind of turn that sense off because I think the idea of like people being able to communicate with me, maybe like seeing a ghost that just like freaks me the fuck out. Like I just (laughs) would like scream. I'd be like, turn it off, turn it off. Like, do you ever get that way? Honestly, no, just because I, I have done, you know, study and I've taken classes and I just, I personally believe that, you know, as far as ghosts are concerned, there's things called residual energy where we can, you know, it's, our thoughts can manifest a a ghost. You know what I mean? Like we can feel like, uh, you know, a grandmother spirit in there and it's just, you know, it's just our thoughts manifesting into ideas, which then can really feel like there's a ghost. Um, you know, I, 
I really don't, I was never afraid of it for some reason. I always said, I always knew that like the, the people living can do far worse to you than the people who have passed over. <laughs> mm, true. You know, and it, it really just comes down to setting intentions. You know, if yeah. you don't want, you know, if this is something that you are aware of because there's so much energy and if you're sensitive to that energy, you know, just setting your intentions that you don't want it to bother you is just crucial. It really is. Yeah. I feel like that's something I do almost every single day. When I moved into my apartment, this brand new apartment in August, I have a hallway in my room because I have like the master room and every night I would go to bed and I would just feel like this like, you know, this energy, like in the hallway, just like watching me sleep. And I was just like, I don't want a part of this. I don't want a part of this. I don't want a part of this. And I would stage my room up and down, up and down. And I, you know, at one point I was just like, I'm done. Like, I'm just, I'm just going to act like it doesn't bother me. And then that's finally when that like energy like dissipated and you know, it doesn't really bother me anymore, but it's just so weird. It's just so wild to me. Right. I, yeah, it's definitely like, you, you obviously got the right idea because so many people are sensitive to energy and it really is. We just have to remember that that's all it is. It's just energy and we have to set intentions. And, you know, the biggest thing for me, as far as like my, you know, developing evidential mediumship was making sure like I was setting intentions through meditation and through prayer that I was like, listen, if you are not connected to my client, if you're not connected to my sitter, you can't come through. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I, you know, I'm sending you light and love, but like, I'm not going to, <laughs> I don't play that game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so powerful. So I'm going to yeah. take a quick minute and talk about are there differences between psychics and mediums? Because I feel like my audience is going to be wondering this. <laughs> yes, there is a difference between psychics and mediums. So psychics, mm-hmm. they read you by kind of pulling on an energetic string of your aura, mm-hmm. whereas mediums connect to a spirit. Mm, okay. Right. So all mediums are psychic, but not all psychics are mediums. Totally. I love that. Yeah. I'm definitely psychic, but not a medium. So (laughs) exactly that example. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I just like, I just really wanted to clear that up because like, I feel like even I get confused. It's never really explained. We watch things like ghost hunters and then sometimes (laughs) they'll bring in like a random medium to talk to like a family and you're just like, whoa, like what's going on? So (laughs) yeah, no, it's definitely like, you, it's really good to know that there is a difference between a psychic and a medium, especially if you're trying to connect to like a past loved one. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. guys. So if you want to talk to someone, don't go to the local psychic. Go to yeah. medium. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Okay. So we're going to switch it up a little bit and we're going to chat about guides. I've had a couple of questions about this on my Instagram and from people listening to the podcast. So I'm really excited for you to kind of explain all this to my audience. So what are angel and spirit guides for anybody who doesn't know and how can we access them? So this, so basically every single human being has at least one spirit guide at the, with them since birth. Mm-hmm. And 
a lot of these guides come in and out for different times in our lives. You know, you might get another guide when you become a mother or when you go to school or when you start a business, but you always have at least one guide that is here to protect you and kind of guide you out of harm's way. And, um, you know, you just have to ask. That's the biggest thing because they're not allowed to intervene unless they're called upon. So interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it really is crazy because like I said, I came from a ultra conservative household. Yeah. For the longest time I was like, oh, this does not make any sense. This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and then it wasn't until, you know, I called upon my angels that I saw how things started to manifest. And how a lot, how a lot quicker and easier things started to manifest because I just asked them for their help, you know. I just asked them to put their energy towards something that I was working towards, and it really is incredible, you know. It's it's such a secret tool that nobody really knows, and it really does help you. They really just want the best for you. So if you're trying to manifest, you know, success in your career, or if you're trying to manifest um, a healthy relationship or self-love, call on your guides because they're here to help. Mm, I love that. And it's so true. Like I would say my spirit guide that's been with me forever and ever is like, is the arch archangel Michael. And so it's like, I have a, a two in one. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. Is so fun. Um, and when we're like calling upon them, whether it's like an angel, whether it's like a spirit guide and maybe, you know, he just has, he or she just has a regular name and it's like a person. Um, what is, what is that dialogue like when you're asking them for help? Oh, that's a good one. So when I connect, I mean, and this is just my personal, you know, this is just how it happens with me. It's mm-hmm. when I connect with my guides, it, I feel as if it comes through the top of my head, right? It doesn't feel like my thoughts. Like I know it's not my monkey mind. You know, a lot of people will say like when they're talking to their guides, it'll come through with like an accent. <laughs> like, oh. yeah, like it's really just being able to connect with them and ha- and like creating a relationship with them and, you know, knowing that they're here for you. And like I said, you will feel the energetic difference when you finally connect and have like a conversation, you know, through your mind with them because it feels different than your monkey mind, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. With an accent. I've never heard that before. So that's super yeah. cool. I've yeah. heard that people will journal and they'll ask questions and then their handwriting will change. And that's mm-hmm. how they know it's like a guide. But I've never yeah. Heard that thing. Interesting. Also, I like that you said it comes through like the top of your head, like the crown of your head. Cause it's kind of like, it's coming through your crown chakra, which is what right. connects you to the universe. So that makes a lot of sense. Right. That's how I receive it. Like I'll, yeah. I'll literally feel it come through the top of my head. And like with the, with the accent, like I've had like five people, like legit, like at least two other mediums. And then like three of my clients say that like when they speak with their guides, it comes through and like British accents or something like that. So it really is truly incredible. And it's so unique to everybody. Mm, That's so cool. 
Oh my gosh. Okay. So say we've started this spiritual awakening and we've contacted our guides and now we're ready to like use all this momentum to start manifesting. So what would be our next step? Like how can we make all of this help us? Take a leap of faith and trust it. Because, you know, it it really is like I always like to be logical with the woo woo stuff. Right. (laughs) Because, you know, I don't, I'm always like the one to debunk everything, but it's always like you need to trust that you have guides and you need to trust that your spiritual awakening happened to you at the perfect moment in your life. And if you want to manifest something, just call on your guides and have faith and forget about it and go on with your day and don't let it sit there and don't let it be at the top of your head because that's when the ego will take that idea or that thought and like twist it and it will be harder to manifest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when we're trying to figure out what that leap of faith is going to be, what that next step is, how do you suggest we get that download? Like, do you suggest meditation, journaling? What's your like ideal way to get those downloads? Honestly, I, I always just say go within. So that's meditation mm-hmm. for me. That's always meditation. And I'm not saying like go in with the intention, you know, say, okay, do a 20 minute meditation session, but go in with the intention that you want guidance for a particular subject, but don't expect the guidance to come through the meditation. It might happen. You might get a download like five hours later. That's what happens with me is that I like go and I meditate and I'll, you know, just take time to be with my soul. And then two hours later, I'll get a massive download and I'll just know exactly what I need to do. It comes differently for everybody. You know, like you said, some people journal, some people get all their inspired action through journaling. For me, it's just setting the intention to sit with my soul. And then, you know, like I said, I don't really get it during meditation. I'll get it a couple hours later. And it's like, thank you. Yeah. I love that you said that because I was talking to a client a couple months ago and she was saying like, I always see people online that talk about meditation and asking and receiving answers. And she's like, when I sit there, I'm just sitting there and nothing's happening. And Right. I had to tell her, I was like, you know, when I meditate, I never get the downloads immediately. It's the same for me. It'll be like a couple hours later. And I kind of use a combination of both. I will ask myself in my journal, I'll write down, what would you have me do? And then I'll kind of jot down the action steps. And then in meditation, I might ask a question like, what should I do in this situation? Or, you know, like ask for advice. And then I'd get that later. So I just love to see how everybody does it differently. But Yeah. So you guys, if you're meditating and not getting anything immediately, that's normal. (laughs) Yeah. I always say that it's meditation practice, not meditation perfect. It's Mm. your meditation practice that's going to bring the epic downloads and the manifestation. And, you know, you just, you just have to like flow with it. It it really is all about alignment. Mm, So good. And what would be like your best tip for getting into alignment in general? Like, I feel like a lot of this stuff can flow so easily because, you know, people like you and I, we're used to getting in alignment every single day, but maybe for someone who's just starting out, what's your best hack for getting into alignment? Write a list of what brings you joy and bring it into your life. 
I don't care if it's gardening. I don't care if it's doing a Zumba class. I don't care. But find those things. Really sit down and focus on those things that just bring you absolute joy. Is it playing with your kids? Is it yoga? Is it, you know, is it journaling? And do those as much as you possibly can. Mm, I love that. I love that. That's like an action step that people can do like right after listening to this too. That's right. such an easy, quick thing. Like go write down 10 things right after this podcast, you guys. <laughs> Send us your list. Tag us on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's, it. you know, alignment. Cause everyone, I get so many questions about like, cause I always talk about alignment. Like it's like part of my daily vocabulary and everyone's <laughs> like, what's alignment? And it's like, think of the things that bring you absolute pure joy. Is it dancing in your kitchen? Is it, you know, drinking tea? Is it meditating? Whatever it is, do as much as you possibly can of that. Alignment is joy. And that's what we're here for. Mm, Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So if you guys see me on my Instagram stories, staging my room, listening to rap music and dancing, it's (laughs) being in alignment. Okay. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I love it. Okay. I have one last question that I ask every guest on the podcast and it's what's your number one hack for manifestation? Oh, that has to be alignment for me. It has to be alignment. When I am fully aligned with my higher self and when I really focus on gratitude and the things that bring me joy, manifestation comes so easily. It just comes easily. Mm, That's so good. You know, and it, it gets to be easy. That's one thing that I love, like bringing it all the way back to at the beginning when we were talking about your move, like just deciding and then letting it be easy because you're enjoying yourself because you're doing the things you love. Right. Totally. Totally. It, it's really just about, you know, finding what brings you joy and don't worry. Like, you know, focus on the things that you want to manifest, but don't let it consume you. Just, you know, set the intention that you want it manifested and then throw it away and then just focus on your joy. And you will be amazed at how quickly things will unfold for you. It's really incredible. Mm, So good. Oh my goodness. We covered so many things. Thank you so much for spilling all the spiritual knowledge. I feel like everybody will have learned a million things this episode and probably have been taking notes or should have been. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So tell everybody where they can find you. What's your Instagram? What's your podcast, which I was on. So everybody needs to go listen. Where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram at Erica W. Russo. And I also have my own podcast and that is the Intuitive Souls Podcast. And I really just talk about all the things woo. (laughs) And, you know, Michaela was an amazing guest and we talked about manifestation and we just, you know, I really just focus on the things that like bring you into alignment. I talk about crystals and all of that stuff. So definitely be sure to check that out if you're interested in that spiritual woo-woo stuff. So good. And I will have all that linked up below for you guys to check out. And yeah, definitely listen to the episode I was on. It was so good. I dropped so many tips and tricks. They just came out of nowhere and it was, it was great. (laughs) Yeah, no, you did. You did. I actually got a text from somebody, one of my clients and they were like, Mm -hmm. Oh my God, 
she talks about her spiritual bath and now I just have to do it. I just have to do it. Yeah, she did one. She took a picture of herself, obviously not the full thing, but she like said, (laughs) (laughs) and it was like 2 p.m. today. She was like, I'm taking advice from Michaela and I am taking myself a spiritual bath. And I'm like, good for you. Good for you. makes me so happy. I have no idea. Everybody (laughs) do a bath ritual. It's life changing. (laughs) Yeah, no, it really is. It's incredible. So good. Okay. Well, thanks so much for being on Erica. I'm so glad we finally got to sit down and record this. And I'm sure everybody will be swarming your Instagram for all of the info on things, mediums, psychics, and alignment. Yes. Thank you so much, Michaela. This has been so awesome. Yes. Okay. Thanks. Talk soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for diving in and getting your daily dose of personal development with the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation podcast. If you loved this episode, leave a rate and review on iTunes. For notes, details, and more information, check out MichaelaJ.com. See you next week.